Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief podcast to give us an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise busy lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining us as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. In episode one of this podcast, we discussed the introduction page to the Book of Mormon and focused on the purposes of the book. If you haven't listened to that episode, feel free to go back and check it out. Throughout the Book of Mormon itself, however, are various instances whereby the writers of different parts of the Book of Mormon explain in their own words the future purpose of these writings. I find these particularly interesting because the prophets who are making these statements lived thousands of years ago and at least partially saw the coming of our day and how the Book of Mormon would influence our lives. I want to cover one of these instances today, which is found in 1 Nephi chapters 13 and 14. In these chapters, Nephi is receiving a very expansive vision covering hundreds of years of the future. I won't even try to explain all of his vision, but in part of it, he is seeing the colonization of North America and witnesses the arrival of the Bible to this continent. He says of the colonists, quote, And it came to pass that I, Nephi, beheld that they did prosper in the land, and I beheld a book, and it was carried forth among them, end quote. The angel then explains to Nephi, quote, Behold, it proceedeth out of the mouth of a Jew. The book that thou beholdest is a record of the Jews, which contains the covenants of the Lord, which he hath made unto the house of Israel. And it also containeth many of the prophecies of the holy prophets, wherefore they are of great worth unto the Gentiles, end quote. The angel goes on to explain some of the history of this book, or the Bible as we know it, quote, Thou hast beheld that the book proceeded forth from the mouth of a Jew, and when it proceeded forth from the mouth of a Jew, it contained the fullness of the gospel of the Lord, of whom the twelve apostles bear record. And they bear record according to the truth which is in the Lamb of God. Wherefore, these things go forth from the Jews in purity unto the Gentiles, according to the truth which is in God. End quote. So at some point in history, the writings that have come to be known at the Bible were pure and truthful in their teaching. But the angel goes on to explain, quote, And after they go forth by the hand of the twelve apostles of the Lamb, from the Jews unto the Gentiles, thou seest the formation of that great abominable church, which is the most abominable above all other churches. For behold, they have taken away from the gospel of the Lamb many parts which are plain and most precious." And also many covenants of the Lord have they taken away. All this have they done that they might pervert the right ways of the Lord, that they might blind the eyes and harden the hearts of the children of men. End quote. So the angel is telling Nephi that at some point, many of the plain and precious truths that were originally in the Bible have been lost. I'm not a historian, nor will I claim to be an expert on the history of the Bible. But a fairly cursory search on the internet can give you an idea of how Nephi's vision manifested itself. The Bible as we know it now was not compiled until hundreds of years after Christ's life. There is argument today about which books should be in the Bible, not to mention many transcripts of other books which have been found since the compilation of the modern-day Bible. Furthermore, the oldest transcripts of the books we believe to be the New Testament do not date back to the period when Christ lived, and so it's hard to know what the original authors wrote compared to what we have written down today. Now, 
Before you go down the rabbit hole of trying to identify which church is the great and abominable church that is responsible for taking away the plain and precious truths of the Bible, let me save you the trouble. Elder Dallin H. Oaks, an apostle for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, explained it in this way, quote, The great and abominable church is something far more pervasive and widespread than a single church as we understand that term today. It is any philosophy or organization that opposes belief in God. In the circumstances of our day, it includes a multitude of secular philosophies and activities, end quote. So in summary, one can see how some of the plain and precious truths may have been lost from the Bible over the centuries as the Bible took on its current form. Why does this matter? Well, according to Nephi's angel, quote, And after these plain and precious things were taken away, it goeth forth unto all the nations of the Gentiles. And after it goeth forth unto all the nations of the Gentiles, because of the many plain and precious things which have been taken out of the book, which were plain unto the understanding of the children of men, according to the plainness which is in the Lamb of God, because of these things which are taken away out of the gospel of the Lamb, an exceedingly great many do stumble. End quote. So according to this angel, if all we're relying on is the Bible to help us learn the mysteries of God, there's a good chance we may stumble because of the truths that have been lost. But fear not, because the angel goes on to explain to Nephi about his descendants, quote, For behold, saith the Lamb of God, I will manifest myself unto thy seed, and they shall write many things which I shall minister unto them, which shall be plain and precious. And these things shall be hid up to come forth unto the Gentiles by the gift and power of the Lamb. And in them shall be written my gospel, saith the Lamb, and my rock and my salvation. And the angel spake unto me, saying, These last records, which thou hast seen among the Gentiles, shall establish the truth of the first, which are of the twelve apostles of the Lamb, and shall make known the plain and precious things which have been taken away from them, and shall make known to all kindreds, tongues, and people that the Lamb of God is the Son of the Eternal Father and the Savior of the world, and that all men must come unto him, or they cannot be saved." End quote. So now we have Nephi seeing the coming forth of what we now call the Book of Mormon, a collection of writings by his descendants that will come forth in our day to establish the truth of the Bible and make known to all people that Christ is the Son of God and Savior of the world. I love the Bible. I grew up reading the stories of Jesus and his disciples and continue to grow closer to God by reading about the teachings of his Son. But this requires a big leap of faith to believe that the Bible as we know it is accurate in its portrayal of Christ and his teachings. So to have another book, the Book of Mormon, that was written on the other side of the world from Jerusalem, hundreds of years before Jesus' birth, that teaches and testifies of Christ and validates his teachings in the Bible, well, this allows us to have even more confidence and faith in the scriptures as we attempt to learn the mysteries of God, to learn of our Savior Jesus Christ, and to try to accept his invitation to follow him today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.